What's up and welcome to the Manga Anime Experience. I'm your host Gustav and today we'll be speaking on the last two chapters of the One Piece manga. Now, I've just been pretty busy in my day-to-day life that I couldn't, you know, get to actually recording um, episodes. Um, so I'm sorry about that if y'all are actually listening. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much I wanted to go over chapter 1004 very quickly and then speak on 1005. Now, basically in 1004, it is Otama's time to shine. Now, as we had seen in the beginning of Wano, she has Kibidango, which she can use to control the gifters. Now, um, a lot of people were theorizing that at some point she was going to turn the tables um, for, for, for this initiative, this fight, this, this little war, this skirmish, whatever you want to call it. And now is her time to shine. Now is her time to come through and you see her on this boat and she's like mass producing Kibidango. And Speed is there with her, and she asks, she tells Speed like, "Hey, nobody wants to take me to to Onigashima, but I really want to be, I want to, I really want to be there, and I really want to be of help. You know what I'm saying? In a, of assistance." And she says, "Speed asks why, and she says, i 'I'm sick of being hungry. I'm sick of of just this this you know corruption, I guess.'" Um, and so she goes, "All right," and she literally starts helping out and. Uh, Obviously, most people expected Usopp to be the one to deploy all the Kibidango, obviously, because, you know, he's a freaking, um, you know, he's a sniper. But that's not what happened. She had all the gifters given to the other gifters so that they have hope or faith in those gifters. Oh, they're giving me something to, you know, help me uh, gain some health or some shit, you know. That's probably what they thought, right? And as we can see, she utilizes multiple gifters, that being Gazelman. Uh, and then also Daifugu um, and Speed to help pass out all this Kibidango. And they start passing it out and literally start pushing it and shoving it in all these other gifters' mouths, right? So they change the scene to Sasaki and Frankie's fight, right? And they're, Frankie's actually having a bit of trouble with Sasaki because of the fact that all his subordinates are ganging up on Frankie, right? And Sasaki's just trying to get that one charge into Frankie because he knows if he, he feels he knows that if... He gets that one good strike in, you know, that it'll be uh, game over for, for Frankie, essentially. Um, so, basically, they pin him down, and here comes all, here, here comes uh, Sasaki, you know, all three horns, you know, in the direction of Frankie. But all of a sudden, you see Otama go um, help out Frenoske, every, everyone help Frenoske. And they all say, Roger that, and out of, out of, out of the sides and out of everywhere, all these gifters just pull out and just start attacking. And this causes a panic and a, a, a commotion because of the fact that, one, the gifters are supposed to be on their side. Two, they're not supposed to be, you know, freaking, freaking um, helping out the, the enemy. You know what I'm saying? They're obviously shook because of the fact that there had to be some way for them to be turned on this onto the the, the, the the enemy side, you know what I'm saying? And obviously they don't guess that it could be Kibidango. They just take it from their, you know, fellow comrades and, you know, eat that shit. And before they know it, they're controlled by, you know, uh, Otama. And I think that's perfect, like, like, that's perfect writing and story building and world building right there. Because of the fact that in the beginning, something like, like, these are the most, like, this is one of the greatest pirate crews in the world of One Piece. So it's like, for them to be this, like, 
disarmed from their abilities and powers so so nonchalantly and with ease like you you just have to eat this little kibidango fruit or whatever the fuck it is you know what i'm saying and you're under the control of a little girl or whoever possesses the fruit you know so i just think that's one great thing to you know there's many great things to be thankful of oda for um i just feel like that's that's like those types of like tidbits of information that you don't expect to be useful or tidbits like their powers. Uh, exp- you, it's just crazy to see that, you know, these devil fruits that you that seem like they wouldn't be Jack or it, you know, what I'm saying so that I really liked. So heading back to the scene, you know, Frankie uses uh, he pulls out a sword out of nowhere and he uses that on. Sasaki. It doesn't show the damage it did to him. All it knows, all we know, is that it connected with Sasaki. Now, going back to Sanji and Black Maria, you got freaking. He's wiped out all her male subordinates, and she's like, "Damn, it's a shame that she's like you put these men through all that, but you can't lay a finger on a woman. You never stood a chance against us. Now your life is in my hands. Now." call nico robin here so essentially kaido has these users that can pretty much see the whole the whole ground it's kind of like having cameras you know what i'm saying um that's also another thing i love about oda even though in this world of of i don't even know what how to call this 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 type of you know environment this world where there's no like technology in the sense of like cameras like actual cameras he still finds a way to make it to where there's still a way to uh see what's going on um that be it whether it be freaking you know transponder snails or you know this 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 method that kaido has on his island uh with with the eye thing i don't know what they call it anymore or what they called it but he's got a way to communicate and see what's going on at all times there's nothing escaping him. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you go back to Sanji and Black Maria, and she's like kind of ashamed that, you know, he couldn't put up a bigger fight, you know? So basically, she's like, call Robin here because once we get Robin, Kaido is going to use her to decipher the poneglyphs. I mean, I don't think they could say that, but we all know that that's what that's what Robin is is going to be used for. I feel like from here on out, we're going to be seeing a lot more, if not Robin action, people going after Robin because it's getting close to the end of One Piece, and without Robin, nobody can decipher what's on those those those, those giant stones. Um, um, if I mispronounce anything, I'm sorry. I try to pronounce everything correctly because it really, really bothers me when someone mispronounces something. Um, uh, I don't know why. I was listening to this uh, uh, this thing, and no hate, you know, it was great. But the way they were pronouncing some of these things was just killing me, man. Uh, and it's not nothing against them, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, for me, in my mind, it's like, please pronounce it correctly. Or at least that's how I'm feeling in my mind. It just bothers me to know that it's pronounced one way and it's actually someone pronounces it another. Like earlier today, I was on TikTok, right? And someone said WAP. I'm like, excuse me? It's pronounced WAP. I know that has nothing to do with this, but that's like a perfect example of, of, of how I feel. Especially towards One Piece. I love One Piece a lot. So 
um, excuse this little tidbit of rant. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try. I try to pronounce everything I can correctly, and uh, I expect the same of One Piece fans because it's like they tell you how to say it. Why aren't you gonna say it the way it's supposed to be said? I don't know. That's just me ranting. I'm sorry about that. But yeah. But back to what I was saying about Robin. I feel like, like I was saying, Robin's gonna be a target for the rest of the series because, like I said, they're getting closer and closer. So, I mean, uh, I can only hope that you know she either gets stronger or her teammates, teammates, crewmates get stronger because there's only they're only gonna encounter stronger and stronger characters. You know, I feel like we think that these people, these characters that they're fighting right now are pretty strong, but we haven't even seen what the Gorosei are capable of, or even, you know, just all these other characters they haven't fought yet, you know? Like, freaking Blackbeard. I hate Blackbeard. I fucking hate him. But you can't not deny that he's a very, very strong character. Very, very overpowered character. Just because, you know, he he cheats his way through it. There's nothing, he has no skill himself. But with the powers that he has... He's OP. Red, red-haired Shanks. Like, we don't know what he can do or what he's capable of. But we know damn well he's strong. With one fucking arm. Now, I don't know. So, so yeah, I just feel like they better get stronger, I guess, for Robin's sake. But as well as for themselves, you know? Because they know damn well they're not fully stronger yet. You know, they, this is what they need in order to become, I feel like, even stronger. But yeah, back to back to what's going on. So essentially, some they're spying on where the red scabbards were. But in the room where the red scabbards are, there's somebody else with them. And there's a lot of speculation as to who it might be because they got what it looks to be like long ears. And the only other character that's really had long notable ears is Enel. But a lot of people are saying, why would Enel come and help Luffy? And throw himself in the middle of a war that he doesn't, I guess, maybe know the context to or whatever the crap is. But I was a little hyped when I didn't even consider it being an L when I first saw it. Like, I was just like, who the hell is this? But after I saw the confirmation, not confirmation, after someone mentioned it and I was like, wow, I thought about it for a second. I was like, holy shit, you know, this could be an L. Um, But obviously it's not. I mean, well, we don't know, actually, but odds are it's not Enel. Um, a lot of people are saying it's Hiori and this does her hair, hair strand, but hair doesn't isn't as solid as it looks there, I don't feel. Especially if it was, it was a dangling strand, I don't think so. I don't know. But yeah, uh, that is that for chapter 1004, and literally we expected to go to the rooftop next chapter, but, you know... As we all know, it does not go to the rooftop. Um, I will say though, chapter one thousand and five is chap is chapter is titled "Devil Child," so most all of us know what's going to be happening here. Um, Devil Child referring to Nico Robin. I love, 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 love the cover page. I love Katakuri. I love him and anything and everything. Uh, one, because I just love donuts myself. I really, really love donuts. Like, I will fuck up two, three boxes of donuts on my own. And that's not even, that's not even a joke. Um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoy donuts. 
so I really relate to this character. Um, also, people have made fun of his mouth all his life, and I guess his smile. And I, I had and still have fucked up teeth, so I, I can relate to that as well. Um, he's the eldest brother, I'm the eldest brother. Um, but yeah, I think this is, this is one of my favorite cover stories. Um, cover Cover pages. But yeah, on to the actual chapter, right? So we're back with Black Maria, and she's harassing Sanji. She's using, you know, uh, brass knuckles on him. She's whooping on him. She's wailing on him. And she's like, call call her to your rescue. Call Nico Robin to your rescue. Call Nico Robin to your rescue. And she keeps telling him, like, call Nico Robin to your rescue. And he's like, you're not even letting me to... to, to he's like, how am I supposed to get a word, a word in? If you keep hitting me. And so she she's trying to like. And we all get this point in most arcs. Where the opposing sides. Females fall in love with Sanji. This is where they start falling in love with Sanji. Right. And then he goes. Robin Chan save me. And the way Oda drew this. Really really reminds me of that scene. Where she, Robin herself yells. I want to live. Just in the format that he's drawn. He's like screaming. The way he's screaming. I just, that brought back, you know, um, Annie's Lobby uh, flashbacks. Um, and Black Mario is surprised that he gave in so easily. And she's like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, she's not going to be able to get in here because of the fact that, you know, my webs are everywhere, right? Um, but that's not the case. And it shows, obviously, like we had been... Uh, assuming and theorizing that Marco is probably taking uh, taking on King himself and it even shows that in a quick panel that Marco is the one holding off King um, and also that that communication system that camera system that Kaido had going on it was actually connected to all each and every one of those you know um, um, those like eye patch like cat thingies so um it's literally an intercom as well it's it's second it's 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 second use i guess as, as an intercom I, i'm pretty sure it's got multiple uses but that's one of them as well as spying on people and uh literally says i'm being held hostage i'm sorry and even the straw hats are like oh he must be up against a woman literally nami says that seriously he must be up against a woman um and, you know, you see Usopp, there goes his observation, right? He goes, hey, Nami, Sanji's voice is coming out of that thing. I saw it earlier, too. What is that? What is that I? Right? Um, and then they say, hey, someone's coming. And then that's when uh, Black Mario is about to give Sanji one one well-rounded punch to the face. And that's when freaking... What's her face? Nico Robin comes out of nowhere with a gigantesco mano. You know, you can just hear that shit. You can just hear her say that. And and then Brooke comes in from the back and slices all the spider webs holding Sanji. And I just love this moment because of the fact that, like, you know, Sanji's willing to admit, like, hey, I'm not I'm not useful here. I need to go find a good use for myself. Uh, because obviously he knows his weaknesses. And, you know, Brooke, Brooke and um, Robin are like, we guessed as much, you know. 
like they're not they're not hitting hating on him because he's not going to hit a woman this this goes further into like sanji's i guess character development in the sense of like he's not capable of hitting a woman he doesn't have the will to do it so yes he could have potentially escaped but he doesn't have the will to escape if it's if he's being held by a woman you know and i really liked where she goes uh hey sanji uh you've made my day thanks for counting on me <laughs> and sanji just goes nuts the hard eyes you know as he's running away um but yeah also monosuke spots one of those one of those creatures with the eye on his face you know and yamato goes to explain that they are cyborgs in her father's scouting unit called the marys and one thing i love is Momonosuke always finds a way to find himself between a pair of tits, man. So Yamato literally puts Momonosuke in her freaking kimono. And I, I I, just can't believe how lucky this kid is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and both uh, Shinobu and Yamato go and, you know, escape where they were. You know, Obviously, they were in a corner, so they got put in a corner, so therefore they have to escape that hiding Momonosuke so that the enemy doesn't believe that the Momonosuke is with them, even though they know that they, that he is. Now, it, it cuts back to Jack. Jack has woken up from his nap that he took, uh, that Kaido told him to take, you know, and he feels very obligated to take out Inu and Neku because of the fact that they whooped his ass the first time around. Um, and that's pretty much where the chapter ends. Black Maria is telling Nico Robin that from this moment on onwards, you belong to Kaido-sama. And she goes, no thanks, I'd rather die. And it's crazy to believe that at one point in the story, she would rather die than be a straw hat, but now she'd rather die than not to be a straw hat. So it just goes full circle, and I really enjoy that. Um, and I really like the fact that Oda's, you know, made this character this way. Um, so yeah, if you made it this far in the podcast, I want to appreciate you for taking your time taking time out of your day to listen to this, especially if you listen to it completely. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast and being, you know, I guess up to date on it and what's going on. Um, but yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that, um, thank you. I'll probably be more on it now because, you know, I got some shit out of the way that was in the way. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for next week cause there is no, um, break next week for, well, this week. Um, for the next chapter so you can to say the least i'm very very hyped and very very excited to see what what comes next hopefully we go back to the rooftop but of course there's a lot of building that has to go on um development that has to go on but yeah uh thank you again for making it this far and uh yeah as always uh, deuces